This is Optimal Relationships Daily, episode 1075, 10 Top Tips for Returning Parents, by Jane Shader with altris.co.nz. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the show that is all about improving those relationships. I am your host and narrator, Greg Audino, and I'm here to read you yet another wonderful article about relationship building. Today, we'll have a look at what Jane Shader of Altris has to say about how parents can return to work after being on leave to welcome a new baby. There can certainly be mixed emotions with such a thing, especially when a few extra hormones are sprinkled in. So let's hear Jane's words of wisdom and optimize your life. 10 Top Tips for Returning Parents by Jane Shader with altris.co.nz We have asked you what would be useful for you to receive, and we have listened. It seems the topic of transitioning out of and back into work is, again, very topical and of interest to many of you. This transition, on and off the career track, is one of the areas that parents and organizations constantly struggle with. I have combined our top tips with those from Professionnel and have for you the 10 areas you need to be aware of to help you in making your transition as smooth as possible. Number 1. Plan. Plan your transition early and work out what needs to happen with child care and the transition of your child into that child care facility slash kindergarten. Think about the three phases of transition. Prior to leave, pregnant, on leave, and the first 90 days of your return. Number two, allow enough time. Remember, it takes time for you to transition, so naturally it will take time for your child to transition too. Ensure you allow enough time to help your child get used to their new routine. Can they start two weeks prior to you returning to the workplace? This gives you and your child time to get used to the new format of your days. Remember, a happy child means a happy mom. Number three, talk about expectations. Talk to your partner slash husband and manager slash colleagues about expectations on you and on them. For example, you may be able to start work late or finish work early especially in the early months of your return. Work out which of you is going to be doing the dropping off and picking up of your child. Perhaps this can be shared. Working out just what is expected of you and what is expected of others will ensure your transition is as smooth as possible for all involved. The key is to keep communicating with your managers so they are not left in the lurch. Number four, be realistic. Work out your priorities from a scale of one to five. And be realistic about the things that can slide for a while. Does it really matter if your house misses a week of being cleaned? Can you really continue volunteering for your local group right now? Where does exercise and health sit on your priority list? Number five, take time for you. It's like the oxygen theory. If you don't look after yourself, then how can you look after your children and family? Is there an hour a day that can be purely for you? If so, carve it out and schedule it into your diary so that it happens. Give yourself permission early on. It's okay to want to do activities just for you. Number six, delegate where possible. Outsource. Get a cleaner. If you work, chances are you can afford a cleaner even if it means less coffees. Seriously, delegate where possible. Cooking, cleaning, gardening. Don't try and do it all. Au pairs are more acceptable these days and really change some mothers' lives. Divvy up jobs so your partner can help out more at home. Make your partner a real partner. Number seven, build your mom's support networks. Not only build these networks, but invest and nurture them. Even if you're busy, they will be ones that pick up the kids when you're stuck, 
who will make meals for you when someone's sick, and who will give you that nurturing when you need it. These are the relationships that stick. Number eight, build your professional resilience. Many moms feel quite lonely when it comes to the struggle of the juggle, especially if their friends are stay-at-home moms. Go to networking events to meet like-minded working moms. These are different and special friendships which are really just yours. These women will provide you the balance and perspective which will help build your resilience for many years to come as your positions get more complex and so will your kids' needs. Number 9. Actively build your confidence. Build and sustain your confidence by investing in yourself. The biggest problem for moms returning to work is the loss of confidence and it happens so fast. Go on parental leave with a plan on how you will keep building and sustaining it. Make it a KPI to listen to a TED Talk when you walk with the baby, so you feel you have something to contribute when you network and keep networking. Have coffees with colleagues to stay abreast with the goings-on, and have adult-only time so you can remind yourself of who you are. For those taking longer time out, get involved in things that build your skill set and keep updating your CV with them. Plunkett, community initiatives, community gardens, etc. 10. Reassess. Things change all the time, and it's important to keep reassessing if what we are doing is not working for us and our families. It's okay to change our mind about our situation or our children's situation. If it's not working, change something and start again. Don't be afraid to talk the problems over with someone you trust personally or professionally. With more and more mothers returning to work, most forward-thinking organizations are prepared to offer flexible working arrangements to hold on to good talent. Be prepared to be creative with how you work both at home and work. You just listened to the post titled 10 Top Tips for Returning Parents by Jane Shader with altris.co.nz. And a big thanks to Jane for this one. I just love the way she structured this list because the final tip really ties the rest of them together so well. Reassessment is a significant part of any major transition, not only because we have so much to get used to, but because as we adapt to our new circumstances, so should our systems for adaptation. It's great to focus on tips one through nine, and they're all so useful at this time for a parent, but they will change as you settle into this new life. Jane says to talk about expectations. Do it and revisit the topic because expectations can change. So too can the amount of time you need and want for you, the things that make you feel confident, and more that she alluded to. Taking steps is great, but necessary steps, especially when children are involved, do change. So while the return to work is a big switch to prepare for, the singularity of it doesn't mean that it'll be a smooth process or one without some steps backward. And for that reason, again, it is important to reassess how we handle it. So, good luck, new parents. Even more new chores for you. How thrilling. I'm going to get out of your hair for now, but come on back tomorrow for another parenting post before we switch gears over the weekend. I'll be looking forward to seeing all of you there, where your optimal life awaits. <laughs>